welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Astrology for Real Life, a no BS guide for the astro-curious. I'm also your host for this podcast series. If you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 131 of Astrology Bites, the podcast where I just shout short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on astrology. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. All right, let's get into today's episode. And today we are talking about how to avoid making astro excuses. And my special guest is Ben Katzman. Welcome, Ben. Hell yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, well, I am glad to have you here. And, you know, for people who are listening, so Ben is a musician and, you know, I love musicians. Everyone knows I'm always talking about music is my favorite thing. I think I'm a musician at heart, but I have absolutely no musical talent. So I certainly respect musicians. And you really caught my eye because we're going to talk about your album in a minute. You've got an album coming out that's an astrology um, themed album. So of course, the first thing I have to ask you is how the heck did you get interested in astrology? What's your background? Okay. Um, my parents are uh, Middle Eastern immigrants from uh, Israel. And it's like, especially in Florida, it's like a small community. And my mom's very spiritual. And it's kind of funny. My my interest in astrology is also directly related to my link, my interest in music. Um, when I was very young, I know I'm going to do a circadian rhythm of thoughts, but I'll tie it all together. But when I was very young, I had like uh, a lot of temper issues and like, you know, a lisp and stutters and trouble like explaining myself and relating to people. And so my mom, who's mega into astrology, gets hooked up with this astrologer. I'm like four or five. I'm very young here. And we go and then she does my chart and then, you know, puts – tells my mom, oh, you know, like his son signed is in the fifth house. It's all about like romance and self-expression. And maybe he needs to find positive ways to express himself. And like that week, my mom signed me up for like piano lessons. And I swear like overnight, the whole thing started changing. I started being so chill, <laughs> but that's how it really began. And then, you know, we, we've gone to that. I call her our family astrologer, Ofra Ben David, shout out. Um, but uh, we've gone to her over the years and I just saw her last week. And over the last few years, the older I get, you know, it's like one thing when you go and do your chart and you're like, okay, this is like somewhat applicable. I get it. But then when you really get into the houses and the transits and the returns and stuff, you're like, yo, this is very interesting and very on point. And I kind of use it as a tool to manifest my reality, but that's how I got into it. That's the long story short. Right on. I, you know, it's interesting because I got into it when I was very young too, when I was searching for answers. And I think yeah. with astrology, you, you were thinking in tarot for that matter, or any of the mystical sacred arts, we're always seeking to understand ourselves. Yeah. You know, so you mentioned about using astrology for people to better their life. How has astrology yeah. helped you to better your life? Uh, I'm a very anxious person. I have a lot of energy. I definitely like put on like a David Lee Roth vibe when I'm in public, but um I feel like as social as I am, I'm always like searching for deep meaning in things and always trying to like make sense of what chapter or what situation I'm in. And my chart is like ruled by a lot of Scorpio and Capricorn. So I when I use my chart to be like, okay, am I overthinking this because I'm like, you know, tying it to like, you know, family values and like maybe the 11th house or something like that. And I try and break it down and then just rationalize my thoughts 
And I always tell people whether or not you think it's real, it's a good tool for introspective or introspection and upping your game, you know? Right on. And I, you know, I've got a moon in Scorpio and I, I love everything Scorpio, even though I'm not a Scorpio. Yeah. I know you're an Aries. So of, of course, before we start talking about yeah. astro excuses, tell me what you think about being an Aries. Um, it's definitely, I feel like I relate to SpongeBob a lot. Cause I'm like, I don't do caffeine. I don't really party that much unless it's like a special occasion. And I wake up at like 6am every day with this energy, like ready to rock. And I feel like that carries into every aspect of my life. Like I fight things head on. I am very curious. I'm very passionate and also like a little bit short tempered. So, you know, right. I definitely identify with it, but I also highly identify with my Scorpio rising as well, you know, because behind all that energy, there has to be some deep motivation, you know, it can't just be like empty and brash. Yes. And, you know, and, I, and I'm a Gemini and Gemini's, we love to talk. We love to communicate. Yeah. We get a reputation for being superficial, but we're just very nosy and curious. I don't think so. I think y'all are just nosy and curious. Yeah, exactly. And also I've got a moon in Scorpio, which means I also just like you, I need that depth. So it may appear like I'm all over the place, but there's a lot going on underneath the surface. Yes. So, you know, in a nutshell, we're, we're showing people, these are different facets of our personality according yeah. to astrology, but for a topic today, it's so easy to make excuses based on astrology. It's so easy to say, well, I've got a hot temper because I'm an Aries and you just got accepted, or I'm a Gemini. We've got to be flaky. That, that's the way we yeah. are. And I think, um, I mean, I think that that can really become problematic for people and it yep. really prevents them from maxing out their chart and using it for their advantage. So what do you have to say about that? I 100% stand behind that. And I feel like, like, you know, with astrology being so popular now and like people not really getting that into it, like they get the basics and then they think they know it all that they use excuses like that. You know what I'm saying? And as somebody who's always been like in conflict in my life, I've like, I feel like I've never been able to make that excuse, you know? Yeah. 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 And you know, here's something really, I, I'm the same way. I, I've yeah. always got a conflict going on, um, you know, internally. And it's interesting, sometimes I've been, over the years, I'll look at someone's chart and I'll be like, oh my God, you know, you've got a Jupiter return right now, man, everything is like coming up roses. And the person will say, well, yeah, but Neptune's opposing my sun and Saturn's conjunct my Venus. And I'm like, but wait a minute, but you've got this, this Jupiter return. Yeah. Like you're finding all these other details to miss this one big, massive, good thing. I mean, what do you say to people who do that? Um, it's funny. I just went to my astrologer and I took some notes. Where's my notebook? <laughs> and and uh, I don't know. I feel like people always find excuses, but I'm like, I think like beyond astrology, that's like part of the human psyche is to not know your self-worth, especially when we live in like such a capitalistic world. So sometimes it's hard for you to tell yourself like, I've got a lot of good things going on. I hope I don't like, you know, break this cycle and then go into my old ways. And, um, hold on, I'm just trying to find my notes real quick. And yeah, no, I, I was talking to her about like, you know, my, like I, we just did like my, uh, my return chart and, um, I have like a Neptune Uranus conjunction manifestation happening right now. And I've been like talking to her for like the last two weeks saying like, yo, I feel like everything I want to do in life is happening and I can't explain why. And then she did my chart and I had it all there. 
And my personal problem in life is I always get to a point where I think I'm about to jump off or have a breakthrough and I fall into my old habits, very moon and Capricorn style. And, um, and I wrote it down and it was super empowering. And I feel like I'm finally breaking through, you know, whatever old cycles I used to go through and enter a new chapter in my life. So I always tell people like who make excuses like that. And I know I'm on a rant here, so I'm sorry. But I always oh, no, rant on, rant yeah. on. I rant about this stuff all the time. Yeah, you know. I always tell people who make excuses, oh, you know, whether they say it's not real or even if they're heavily into astrology and they find an excuses, it's like, it's like we're only here for like a certain amount of years and you have a little bonus telling you what you could manifest or what you could do positively. It doesn't hurt to try, you know, and if you fail, you fail, but then you'll get some positive lesson always like tied to this specific instant that you could use as a learning block, you know? Yeah. I I totally agree a million percent. You know, I've got what's called the messy chart according to some astrologers. And I also, there's no such thing as a bad chart or a good chart is what you do. And oftentimes I've had astrologers look at my chart and they wince. They're like, oh, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. You may see that as negative, but I, I, I don't look at negative aspects and think of them as, wow, this is doom and gloom. It's like, okay, well, let's work on this. Let's work on this. Let's turn it into a strength. Do you feel that there are things in your chart that you've had to like turn into a strength that were challenging? Venus and Pisces. (laughs) Yeah. It's exalted, but it gets you in trouble. A hundred percent because it's like. As head on about everything else and as deep on everything else as I try to be, Venus in Pisces is such a dreamer and loves like emotional pain and sticking into like its own ways. And that paired with the moon and Capricorn is like the toxic twosome, in my opinion. But after like the right breakup or after the right hurt, you know, I'm able to be like, okay, I can blame this on my Venus in Pisces, but how can I strengthen, use this as a strength moving forward in life? Yeah, I mean, all yeah. it's always. I think when you're making a really great point, it's always about we got to learn from these things, and yeah. we've got to turn it into an opportunity for growth. A hundred percent. I always call it checking yourself instead of wrecking yourself. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. So, uh, what do you feel about fate versus free will? Uh, wow, good question. I was getting deep about that w- with somebody the other day. Um, I feel like it's more so like this. I like presented a counter argument like like life is more like those uh, choose your adventure books they used to make in the 80s or 90s. And it's like you only have so much fate and you only have so much free will. But you, my whole philosophy to life that I have been working towards, which I feel like is the opposite of my chart, is learning how to go with the flow with the right amount of work. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because I feel like a lot of people, they worry if they don't hyper-focus or if they choke the aspiration and they find it hard to breathe, that they're going to be on this path where they can't chill enough to, to jo- enjoy being in the moment. You know, I mean, that's some like meditation George Harrison vibe I'm just talking about. But I d- feel lately, especially with this manifestation period I talked to about with my astrologer, that it's like, it's you got to have the right mix of both. You know? Yes. And, And so I start every day actually by making a list of things I'm grateful for and like what my affirmation is. So I'm like in the hyper present. And then I make my list of like, what do I think is going to be good mentally, physically, monetarily for the day. And I swear it keeps me firing on all cylinders. And when I do stuff like that, it almost feels like fate is actually happening. You know what I'm saying? Like the good things come my way. But what we call that fate or free will, I don't know because it's hard work too. It is hard work. I love that. You know, every morning I get up and I always check the planets. I always wonder, yeah. what, what's the moon doing today? Yeah. 
sideline. It doesn't mean that I'm like, oh my God, the moon's in Scorpio, which I love the moon in Scorpio, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I do look too. At it, oh my God, it gets such a bad rap. Same with moon in Capricorn, by the way, it gets a bad rap. And it's like, I know. It's not bad, people. You're just, you're looking at, you know, the negative. Forget you're talking that. about people wincing at your chart. You know what I get? I get like a laugh when I show people my chart. They're like, they're like, wow, you're so intense. It makes so much sense. But they're like, how are you laughing all the time? And I'm like, listen, dude, you got to learn to roll with the punches to get to what's yes. real. You know, you gotta have humor. I'm a big, big believer yeah. in that. I blame that on my Mars and Aquarius, though the humor. So the Mars and Aquarius, yeah, yeah. My sister is yeah. Mars and Aquarius. She's got a great sense of humor. Yeah, you know, you know. Of course. So you've got an album coming out, and yes. I, I, this is really what got my attention. So um, it's called Astrology 101, and it's Ben Katzman and Ben Katzman's Degreaser, I think, is the mm-hmm. the band. And you know, the first thing I saw was your video. My mom's a Capricorn. Yeah. And I laughed so hard. And yes. by the way, that's your mom in the video. That is, that is. You can tell she's on a psychic journey too. She is, and I want I want that uh pantsuit, that 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 mechanics outfit that your mom's wearing. Yep. I need to get one of those. I'll give you a secret. We got it at Target. Oh, that's the secret. It's yeah. so I need one of those. So I need a matching yeah. one. But anyhow, I want to know about your album, the making of that video. And by the way, is your mom really a Capricorn? Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, side note: the reason my first two singles are Capricorn and Cancer is because my mom's a Capricorn and my dad's a Cancer. Uh, I love the pal- power ballad for Cancer. You it's know, so deep in the feels. I mean, that's totally like Cancer. It's so yeah. The lyrics for my mom's a Capricorn. I was laughing so hard. I love the video, and I just watched the power ballad for Cancer the other day. Yeah. I thought, Oh my God, this is like so cancer. All my cancer friends are going to love it. So I need to know this. How the heck did you get inspired to do this? And where can people get the album? Long story short is, is when we're on tour or when I'm chilling with friends, people are always like, yo, that's the Astro guy, you know, like, and I'm always kind of thinking about it or in the back of the van, I'll be like, all right, let's do Gene Simmons Zodiac chart or like, let's do Freddie Mercury's, you know? And so I guess like, Somebody got wind of my obsession with astrology at this uh, production company, Starburns Industries. And they do Rick and Morty and community and stuff, but they have a label too, Starburns Industries Press. And um, they had shot me a message out of the blue in one of those manifestation periods where I was making lists all the time and working hard. They're like, hey, we would love to hit you up about doing an astrology album. But they have no idea. They just know astrology's hip and they wanted somebody to do it. They didn't really know who I was. So I was like, okay, I'm going to hit them with this concept. There's 12 signs. We'll do a song for each sign. And this will be like the dummy's guide to astrology. And the way I'll approach each sign is like with the quality of the sign that is. And like, so I was like, this needs to be like a bit genre fluid. So every song was a completely different vibe. You know, Cancer has the power ballad because it's deep in the feels. Uh, Libra, the socialite disco lover of the Zodiac, has the disco song. Um, who else? Gemini has like a twin personality. So I did like a rock rap song. So each section is like the different personality, you know? Uh, Pisces is like my new age Enya style song about being in the ethereal realm and living in your head. So it just kind of came together. I kind of used everything I knew and I listened to lots of music. So I was like, man, this could be my take. And I'm going to go find my favorite artist of like all these genres and see what their charts are like. And it kind of worked out. I was like guessing left and right. Like the pop punk song is Sagittarius because 
I call it Sagittarius because they got so much spunk and they're always on the go. And the singer of Blink-182 is a Sagittarius. So I was like, all right, I'm going to make a Blink-182 style song. And it worked out, you know? I think that is just freaking brilliant. And thank you, thank you. I think it's funny. I think it's clever. I think it's brilliant. Uh, I think all my astrology lovers and listeners, they're going to want this album. And you guys need to watch the video. My mom's a Capricorn. I'm telling you, you're going to crack up. And the lyrics actually make sense for Capricorn people. I know a lot of Capricorns. And I just think this is such a great idea. So 100%. Thank you. I mean, thank you for creating it. And thank you for coming by today. 100%. For talking, where can people find you online if they want to like learn more about your work? And 100%. So I got an Instagram and all the socials. So for Instagram, do BKDegreaser69. But just Google or YouTube or Spotify, uh, Ben Katzman or Ben Katzman's degreaser, and I should come up. But I would say the best place to get the album and its full experience is my band camp. So bencatzman.bandcamp.com. And then you'll see I dropped a little bit of like an astrology merch line, like a what's your sign tote bag and all sorts of stuff. So that's where I would recommend for everybody to come rock out. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for spending time with me today. And I just think you're doing something so great and so different. I appreciate that. And that's a wrap up for today's episode. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah! Had to leave it with a guitar lick. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, people. Well, that's it. And I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, take a moment. Get on over to iTunes, and you know what to do. Leave me a kind review because that's going to help more listeners discover the show. Of course, I thank you so much for that. And for more fun stuff, get over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find tons of resources about tarot and astrology, including my free monthly forecasts and horoscopes and so much more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I'll see you there. And remember, no matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately, you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss and you've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. And I'll see you in the next episode.